0: Welcome back to another live podcast recording for Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Hi, if you're listening on the podcast. Hi, if you're joining us live on Instagram. Literally combining these strategies has been one of my favorite things I've ever done. I used to hate sitting down to record my podcast episodes. <laughs> and I love um coming up and hanging out live and riffing with you guys. So, the two in one and this isn't even what I'm going to be talking about today, but just some bonus behind the scenes intro as people settle into the episode, join us on live, but we have been really utilizing a different content strategy where I do lives because this is where my energy shines the most and where I really enjoy being and where I believe my best content comes from. So, I start here. This then gets repurposed on the podcast and then we have been using this new AI software called video.ai it's spelled v-i-d-y-o.ai and it basically will take your longer form video content and it will automatically chop it into like little segments that make sense and you can put like your your branding colors and it um, adds captions and things like that so we've been making those as reels and TikToks and I'm like Oh, this feels so good to really dial in and zone in on where I show up the best, where do I produce the best content, where do I really love creating content, and then how do we take that main piece of super aligned content and spread it as many ways as possible and re- be really intentional about that. So that's just a little um, bonus sidebar for you is to really figure out where you shine in your content, Focus all of your live attention and energy there, and then have you or a software like AI or a VA or a team member or someone help you make sure that it's getting spread as wide as possible. But anyways, let's get into what we're talking about today, shall we? I want to talk to you today about four energetic shifts that I made that led to me becoming the happiest, clearest, most confident, fulfilled version of myself yet. And there's always room for more becoming. I'm always available to feel more happier and even more clear and more fulfilled, but Man, the last couple years of my life has been such a journey and there were so many things that happened that were completely out of my hands. Going back to 2021, there was a lot of death. There was a lot of loss. There was a lot of grief. There was a lot of life transitions. I had my son. I had postpartum. In 2022, I came back from maternity leave. I tore my business down. I stopped selling all of my signature programs. I really scaled back my revenue (laughs) and just like there were so many things that just felt like I needed to start to cultivate safety within myself. And so that's the first shift that I want to talk about is I became the safety. I am the safety. I was just chatting with a girlfriend last night about this. And really, I'm in a season again where I'm like just anchoring that even more (laughs) and even more um, integrated of like no outside force gets to have power or threaten my internal peace and my safety. Not money, not people, not the economy, not other situations, not anything that I don't have control over. That doesn't get to shake me. I am becoming someone who's really not available for that because here's the thing, and this is really where it starts. This is a much bigger conversation where we could talk about for hours and hours and hours, but we'll start here by saying If you are somebody who gets really shaken up when shit happens, when you don't hit a goal, when you fall into comparison, when you see someone else who triggers you, when you, um, you know, aren't aren't making the money that you want, like if Every time something doesn't go perfectly to plan, you're getting jolted, like thinking of this old ass wooden rickety roller coaster at a theme park like 20 minutes from my house. Like we would never go on that thing because it would just give you a backache, a neckache, it like shook you and I just, that's the visual I get sometimes when I think, when people aren't cultivating their own safety it's just like it's jarring to move through life and when you're an entrepreneur things are unpredictable oftentimes and they call it a roller coaster for a reason and it takes adaptability it takes flexibility it takes innovation creativity resilience stamina all of the things so i really had to learn how to create that sense of safety in myself that started with self-trust my relationship with myself, my relationship with God, the universe, the energetics, really diving into my own spirituality and, and figuring out what do I believe to be true? What am I really, really behind? What life am I designing for myself, my own discernment around what's for me versus what someone else and what I'm feeling? Is that mine? Or is it someone else's? Like I, I pick up a lot of energy from a lot of people. So even navigating like Is this my anxiety? Like, is this my frustration? Is this my feeling, or did I like pick this up somewhere along the way from somebody else? A post I read, a conversation I had, someone who called me on the phone. Like, is this truly mine? Defaulting and leaning back on my intuition, always regulating my nervous system, expanding my tools and my capacity to actually work with my body, tune into my body and my breath clearing unconscious, outdated beliefs, inner conflict that I was holding on to that wasn't serving me, nourishing myself in many different ways. Like I became the safe spot. And when you become the safe place, you're moving really steadily. You're moving really steadily. Your pace is beautiful. You're not wobbly. You're not getting thrown around. And that is something that talking about clarity and confidence and happiness and fulfillment, it's like when very few things on the outside can can rock you or to cause anxiety to you or to make you feel some type of way, to bring down your mood, to bring down your vibe. Like when you realize, wait a second, (laughs) That doesn't get to happen anymore. I'm not available for that. That That is my choice and I'm not choosing that. I actually get to feel happy. I actually get to feel fulfilled and creative and whatever, right? Because I'm the safety. I am the safe spot. So cultivating that within myself has been a game changer because over the last couple of years, I've had a lot of things not go as planned. I've had a lot of things unravel in my life that I didn't see coming that has been so difficult to navigate but yet internally among all of the waves crashing like I'm anchored I'm good I'm not going anywhere and when you can channel that within yourself like literally everything changes so that's number one be the safety the other shift I made is really wrapping my arms around the compound effect I've read this book years ago I know I've known about this concept. I've taught this concept. But really going back to the basics of like every single thing that I am doing and that I have done is stacking up and compounding and growing and amplifying and, you know, flowing down the avalanche, getting bigger, getting stronger, getting faster. And when you can zoom out. And so what I started to do is I zoomed out. I'm like, I'm not really... Even interested in asking myself or focusing on or manifesting like what my sales goal is for this year, next year, like the next two years. Where do I really want to be in 10 years? Where do I want to be in a decade from now? Where am I going? What's the bigger vision? This released a lot of pressure for me because it, it no longer became about like what's the three year plan or what are we doing this year. It's like where are we actually going long term? And I know I have space and time, so there's no pressure. And then how can I make sure that I'm making decisions right now and leading my business and my life in a way that's gonna sync up on that path to where we're headed. And then when that happens, it's like there's literally no pressure around a launch, around a month, around anything because it it never comes down to one launch. It never comes down to one email, to one post, to one, one year, one number, one single anything. It's all of the things that you are doing adding up. And I was talking about this in my membership and my mastermind when it comes to content because we were talking about like, ah, sometimes I just think it's gonna be the one piece of content that like pops off and makes it. And I'm like, that's so much pressure to think that like it has to be that one post. It's, it's never that one thing. It's all of it compounding over time. And then even in the context of content, I told them like, you're building a vault of assets your company needs to have assets your marketing your posts your live stream your podcast anything you publish anything you create is an asset and you are stacking those things over time so it's not about the one piece of content and it's not about the one program and it's not about the one launch and so if it's not about the one thing can't we just fucking chill (laughs) like doesn't that just diffuse so much when we can zoom out. It's not about what you're doing this month. It's not about what you're doing this year. Where are you going to be in a decade? Are you anchoring into that now? Are you letting every small detail, every decision, everything that you've done, the work that you've done, the investments that you've made, the inner work, the healing, like everything that you have done up until this point has been compounding? So, settling into that energy for me like the, the confidence style <laughs> turned all the way up because I'm so detached because I know like this isn't going to be the last launch. It's not going to be the last program. It's not going to be the last post. It's not going to be the last opportunity. It's not going to be the last interview. Like I'm just getting started. There's so much space. There's so much room to grow and it's all adding up and it's all freaking perfect like that feels so good. That feels so good. And when I zoomed out, I also stopped entertaining because what I used to like used to do, you know, the manifestation things. And, um, I remember when I first started my business, I would literally walk around the house and we had roommates and there was like a lot of us living in the house and people probably thought I was crazy, but I would walk around and then I would say, I am a six figure earner just for being myself. And I would like sticky note that to the to the mirror, and I would look at it every day. Um, And then it was like, okay, a seven figure earner. Okay, and then it's like, check, check, we hit the boxes. and, And those thoughts stopped feeling expansive to me. And so when I started to zoom out, instead of playing with like, I'm a six figure earner for being myself, I started to look through the lens of where are we going in a decade? And what would an eight figure entrepreneur think about this situation? How would they problem solve? What would they see? What would they perceive? And so I'm starting to train myself to expand even to that next level i'm not looking to be a billion dollar company by next month but i'm anchoring into something bigger where i don't feel like i have to rush and when there's no rush energetically like the creation process changes your energy changes Um, a lot of people ask me, like when you show up and sell, it just hits you. It just feels like something. It's like, it's very rarely what I'm saying or what I'm selling. It's the person behind it and the energy that you're feeling because I don't operate from a place of pressure and rush and hastiness. It's like, I'm settled in. I know who I am. I know who you are. We're going to be here for a long time. Like there's just a different energy that comes from removing the pressure that has to be the one thing. Everything matters. Like even the programs that I created that I don't even use that I would look back at that work and be like, Oh my God, like God bless that version of me that got me to where I am that compounded to, to becoming a million dollar business when I was a six figure business. Right. But if I were to put the pressure on, it has to be this program that changes my life. It has to be this post that makes me go viral. It has to be this podcast and review that, that leads me to the right person. It's like, fuck, if you operate like that, life is not very fun, (laughs) not very fun. So the third thing is I turned up the dial on my decisiveness, and I feel like this is a really elusive concept, and it used to frustrate me a little bit when people would say, you just decide, you just decide to make a million dollars, you just decide to have all the success, and I'm like... "Mm." And then like in in parallel to that, in the same breath, I used to identify with someone who is so, so, so indecisive. Like, don't ask me where to eat. Don't ask me what I want. Don't ask me what I like better. Don't ask me what I want to do. I don't know. It was crippling to me. And I've talked about this before because this this sentence changed my whole life. But I was at a Tony Robbins conference, and he said, decisive people are successful people. And I thought, well, shit. Bitch, better start making decisions. And from that day forward, I swear to God, I became a much more decisive person because I identify with someone who's successful. I align with success. My frequency is a vibrational match for success. And so, if I'm hearing that success, the identity of a successful person is also tied to the identity with someone who is decisive, guess what? I'm going to make that a part of who I am. I'm going to just decide to be decisive. I'm going to decide to make the decision, to make the call. I'm going to let it even be, maybe it's the wrong call. Um, (laughs) I'm like actually giggling because we were at dinner a couple nights ago and I was feeling so torn between two things. And I went with... um, I was between broccoli, mac and cheese or chicken fingers. and I've been craving chicken fingers for some reason, like chicken fingers and ketchup, just like a classic nostalgia staple. I don't know. I've just been wanting it. My, it's like my intuition has been like, you need a fucking chicken finger. Um, but we were out to eat and I'm like a sucker for mac and cheese. And I'm also like, a, I love broccoli. And so I went with the mac and cheese and I felt so disappointed. And I'm like, OK, and that decision in that that moment, like I was decisive, though. I made a call. Was it the wrong call? arguably, like when I got my mac and cheese, I definitely was like, Oh, I wish these were were chicken fingers. But now I know next time I feel that feeling, it's like, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to that. So that's like a silly example. But the point of that to say is like, you can be decisive and get it wrong sometimes. Right. I feel like my indecision always came from a place of like, I don't want to pick the wrong thing. I'm just so torn. I like them both. Um, of fear of like it not being correct but like what i just said in in the second point that i made if it's all compounding it's all correct it's all adding up it's all leading you to to where you need to be and where you're going regardless you're gonna end up there anyway that's what i tell people all the time like you're gonna get there anyway the one thing that is not unclear is your outcome. You're going to get there anyway. So you might as well do it in a way that you like it, in a way that you enjoy it, in a way where you're not suffocating yourself with the pressure and the perfectionism and the indecision and the overwhelm and like all those things, like you're going to get there. So just chill, just chill and enjoy the ride. We're going to be good. We're going to be fine. So turning up the dial in decisiveness from a business standpoint and actually like moving through decisions quicker, but also a decisiveness in my own identity. And I remember... (laughs) Um, It was my first trimester when I was pregnant. It was my first ever $100,000 launch. We had $117,000 for five-figure flow. And I remember I would get on the uh, coaching sessions with my mentor, and she would make me repeat this after her. I had post-it notes stick stick all over my, my computer, my mirror. This is who I am. This is who I am. This is who I am. I am someone who has six figure launches. I am someone who thinks like an eight figure earner. I am someone who's confident. I am someone who is masterful at what I do. I am someone who's a match for the money I want. I am someone that can have it. I am someone smart enough. I am someone brave enough. I am someone brilliant, creative, innovative enough. I am, this is just who I am. And I don't need to, I don't need to try. I don't need to seek something out. I don't need to reach for things. I just am. It's who I've always been. It's who I'm always going to be. And I think for a long time I told myself, and you guys probably feel this too, like I'm in the process, right? Like, like I am becoming the six-figure earner and, and things like that. And again, I think certain language is helpful at certain parts of your journey, but a big, big energetic upgrade for me is like, I've fucking done the work. I've been doing this a really long time. I go through the depths. Like, I'm no longer in the process. This is who I am now, today, every day. And that shift, like, I get, I'm getting like chills in my whole body because that shift in itself changes everything. It changes the way you show up. So, try writing a post it note on your screen. This is who i am this is who the fuck i am and own it turn up the dial on the decisiveness of who you are what you're a match for what you get to have what your identity is we have control over our entire identity what we identify as who is who we identify as what we claim what we think we're capable of that's all something that we own it's with our means to upgrade and to evolve as we want, as we see fit, and as we have really the, the discipline to do to make that choice. And the fourth thing, I actually feel like I have um, a fifth that I'll throw in at the end. <laughs> um, I became really, really, really selective around who gets to come into my body of work and share energy with me. And so I think the industry talks a lot about, I want my ideal client. It's like, yes, and I'm an ideal coach. Like, you're the prize, but guess what, baby? I'm the prize too. I'm the prize too. These doors are not just open for anybody. I'm going to be so intentional about the people that I share energy with. I'm gonna be really, really clear on the kinds of conversations that I'm willing to entertain and to have. I'm not going to to call in clients where I feel like I was having these conversations three years ago and, and these conversations don't ignite that fire with me, within me, like I'm not available for that because something that I teach that I live by is like my own nourishment and something that I've been saying for five years now is that if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. And so my work for me, first and foremost, I have to like showing up where I'm showing up. I have to love the people on the other end of that Zoom call. I have to feel really, really fiery about what I'm dropping in to talk about. And actually, even about this live stream, I had another topic and I checked in and I said, Am I really behind talking about this today? And I'm like, No, I'm not. (laughs) You know? So it's like I became really, really selective about the energy of the woman that I was calling into my space and it became so much bigger than just crossing paths with someone who who is willing to throw money at you because I've had a lot of people invest in different programs that maybe weren't the best energetic matches and guess what like those are the people that didn't go through the programs they didn't show up to the calls they didn't like show up and make the most out of out of the container and even though it contributed to my bottom line like that's not my most important metric I would rather reserve the spaces calibrate my own energy, turn up the dial, raise the bar to call women forward who are going to get the best results out of of my work, who show up for it, who we, we resonate, we vibe, we like each other. It has to be an aligned match on both sides. And so when I think about that, I would then kind of adjust, well, what am I saying in my marketing? What what energy am I bringing to my social media? What topics am I talking about? And started to kind of fine tune and recalibrate from there. But it's like, sometimes I feel like people have the idea that they have to win over their ideal client. Pick me, choose me, love me, anyone, anyone, please. Um, and like, The truth is, you are brilliant. You are the prize. You are the catch. Like people are lucky to work with you. They are lucky to invest with you. They are lucky to have a spot in your mastermind. They are lucky to join a program of yours. You can show up with that energy. It's not from a place of being like, I don't even know the word I'm looking for. I won't even go there because the word is lost. But like, it's just about confidence because it goes back to this is who I am. This is who I am. This is who I am. And the fifth like bonus thing I'll sprinkle in is another thing that really I had to mend my relationship with (laughs) was patience. I used to be very impatient. My mom always told me, um... I was like a heat guided missile growing up because once I wanted something, I needed it yesterday and I was relentless about the things that I wanted. And I remember I wanted a cat really bad. I was like a little cat girl. I had so many cats. My mom is not a cat person. Um, And so I wanted another cat and she said I couldn't have one. And so I drew a picture of the cat that I found on like SPCA or something. I like got the colors. It was an orange cat. I don't know. I wrote something about like, please for your daughter. And like, I really, I really laid into them. Um, and I posted it on my mom and my dad's bedroom door and we got the cat, but I'm just like, once I want something, it's like pop in, like, Hmm, I think I would like a cat. I'm like eight years old. It's like, we need to go to the pet store and get a cat today. (laughs) And something that I've settled into as I've grown and evolved myself and especially in business is that like the fastest way isn't always the best way. The shortcut is actually the long way with the detours. And again, going back to this whole conversation, creating your own safety, cultivating that within yourself. It's like, I'm actually settling in. I'm going to be here for a long time. I'm going to be here For years to come, this isn't about this one year. It's not about this one thing. It's where I'm going. It's who I'm becoming. It's the bigger vision I'm anchoring in. The waves can come and go, but I am not moving. And like, it doesn't have to happen tomorrow. It doesn't have to happen next week. It doesn't have to happen next year. And I think a lot of people resist that way of thinking because they're like, I don't want to block it. I don't want to block it. You're never going to block it when you're neutral to it. You are never going to block it if you're neutral to it. And when you're neutral to it, you don't need it tomorrow. Maybe you want it tomorrow, but there's not this inner sense of friction, of anxiety, of like pressure building, looking over your shoulder, checking your sales, checking the this. Like, you know what it feels like to to truly like just fucking chill and relax, (laughs) right? So you're never going to block it if you're neutral to it. I'm just catching up on the comments for everyone who's on live. Your voice literally feels like a hug. That is one of the nicest compliments ever, Dodie. Thank you so much. Emma said she was this way with a horse. I really tried for a horse too, but I I never got one of those. My mom got me eight cats, but never a horse. So when it comes to my own evolution, and like I said, becoming the happiest clearest really clear like that was one thing that I didn't even know I wanted more of in my own process is more clarity but I am so clear on like where I'm going what I'm here to do I feel like the work and the mission and the movement that's come to fruition from the chaotic last couple years of my life and the initiations that I've went through like there's like this certainty and sacredness of like this was planted in my heart and soul for me to carry out. It is like my, it is like a holy, <laughs> like bigger thing that nobody else can do. Like, this is my mission. This is my path. This is my calling and that level of like clarity. And, and this is, this is what I'm here to do. That really, really, really changes everything. Like my mindset from a sales perspective, since that clarity and my purpose and my work has, has gone up, like, even my strategies have transformed. Like the the way that I look at my programs and my goals have transformed. There's so much more space. There's so much more room to play, to create, to try, to innovate, to nourish. When I do all of those things, of course, we're taking off. It only makes sense. It's just a byproduct. So this was such a great chat. Uh, it feels like a Monday morning to me, but we're recording right now on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday morning, halfway through the week, I'm super excited because I am going to Texas on Sunday for a business mastermind retreat, and I'm going to be meeting some of my friends that I've been friends with on the internet for years, some clients, um, some other people I've worked with throughout the years, and we're going to be meeting in person. It's at this like beautiful, beautiful hotel. Um, and I'm going alone, which I'm so excited for to have like four days in just a beautiful hotel with a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant businesswoman. Um, it's gonna be so so nice. So the week is flying by. I'm so excited to like go into that with clarity. I I was so I don't want to say in between because it wasn't indecisiveness as much as it was like pausing to make sure it was correct. When I was joining this mastermind, I was like chatting with a friend. I don't normally like need a sales call and I don't prefer one. Like I'm normally just like, just send me the link. But I actually chose to talk to this person and like really felt through and thought out this decision. And now looking at it, it's like I couldn't have thought of a better time because I wouldn't want to go into this event and this retreat and this level and degree of expertise and mentorship if I didn't have the clarity that I have gained access to over the last couple years. And it's like, perfect. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm even pausing, I, I have ideas of like, what's coming next, launch wise strategy, some things and resources are in the works, just because I've been really excited to, to work on this thing to be continued. But I'm really like pulling back and pausing to say, I know that I'm going to come home from this retreat, just feeling like even more amplified. And so like letting the pause, right? I don't need to know today. I don't need to decide today. Something bigger, better is always on its way every single day. So anchoring into that, I'll probably do a whole podcast episode, just recapping like what my biggest takeaways were from the event and things like that. But I love you guys so much. I hope you have the most wonderful day, week, weekend, and I will talk to you very soon.